to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hi and welcome to this week's Universal After Dark. I'm your host Amanda, as usual, and I'm joined today by a whole bunch of my favourite people. So first, we've got the return of Chris Ripley. Hello. Chris, I feel like you haven't been on Universal After Dark for the longest time. I haven't. That's true. However, I need to make up for it this evening. Actually, before before even that, can I just really quickly say that, you know, sometimes I say hello in an Alfred Hitchcock kind of style voice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone tweeted me the other day and told me that one of the numpties on Disney Brit has stolen my hello. <gasps> what? <laughs> oh, yeah. Which numpty? I don't know. I stopped listening after they sacked Alan. Didn't we all do? Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, well, enough about them. It's all about Alfred Hitchcock this week, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we as we dial in for murder on Diz After Dark this week, and uh, I'm having an Alfred Hitchcock movie fest right now. I'm watching North by Northwest tonight. Oh. I watched The Rope last night. Hmm. Wasn't it his birthday this week? Was it? Yeah. It was, yeah. yeah. It was like two days ago, I think. Yeah. Well, you've heard him now. Our Paul's here. Hello. <laughs> and we've also got Nick. Yeah, here I am. Yeah. And our super secret surprise extra special guest. You might know her. You probably do know her. My beautiful little sis, Ash. Sup? Sup! <laughs> I really wanted you to do the hello. <laughs> no, I was like trying to do a dude voice, but it didn't really work. So, mm. shame. Are you excited <laughs> to be with us? Of course, I am. I'm thrilled. We've been trying to get Ash for the longest time, but she can just never make it on. But this I time, know. she has. Your people have had to speak to my people, and there's been a whole lot of confusion. Yeah, we had to arrange it through our mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're excited to have you and we've got a super special episode I'm glad that you're on this episode because I know that this one will be near and dear to your little heart but before we get into that I want to know what everyone's drinking because I'm still determined to get the sponsorship so <laughs> I'll start off obviously you would have seen my tweet before I'm drinking Bud Light in my special chance blinky cup I have to Chris, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a, uh, a a warm cup of Joffrey's coffee. You can't get better coffee than that. <laughs> Dual sponsorship, yes. Dual sponsorship pending, yeah. Nick, what are you drinking? I'm just admiring Chris's uh, Columbo impression. <laughs> now, there's just one more thing with that, okay? Just one more thing. <laughs> there's, uh, you know, Arthur Hitchcock, which I didn't actually clock on until you mentioned it. I'm glad you did. Um, and Columbo, I mean, he's the man of uh, at least two voices. Um, like you, <laughs> like you, I have gone, um, because I've been very good this week on the exercise, I've gone for a Bud Light. So, there we go. Cheers. Yeah. Okay, Paul, where about you? Uh, a Peroni. And I've already oh. ordered it, sorry. Different. I like a Different. Peroni. Yeah, on the beer. When I went to London a few months ago, they didn't have Bud Light anywhere and I had to drink Peroni for pretty much the entire night. And it was so expensive. Mm. It was yeah, like London bad is. 
Peroni. I was like, what? I can buy four whole Bud Lights for this. Peroni, Peroni generally um, in London is expensive um, compared to most pints. But to be honest, if you're get, if you're paying less than five pound a pint in London, you're doing well. Yeah, uh, it was at Premier Inn. Even even more yeah. so then. Hotels yeah. are even and, more expensive than pubs. And Disney Imagineering. Half, half pint. And Disney Imagineering were paying the tab, so don't, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's true. <laughs> Ash, what are you drinking? Well, I'm super healthy AF, so I'm drinking water, guys. I am the life of the party, clearly. Wait, are you are you fruit infused water or just plain water? Because you know I like talking about our fruit infusions on this podcast. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's just plain water. Oh, oh no on. cucumber! Oh. I know. I'm letting the side down. No blueberries, no watermelon, no nothing. vodka. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a fruit, okay. right? Yeah, it really is fruit. Yeah, yeah I'm currently you growing a vodka tree outside. <laughs> yeah when when me and ash were teenagers everyone always used to say to us oh well if if we drink loads of vodka then no one will know we've been drinking vodka because you can't smell it and i must be like are you crazy do you have noses because vodka friggin stinks well that and the <laughs> argument with that is they might not be able to you know technically they may not be able to smell it but if you drink enough of it, they'll know from your speech, your walk, your Exactly. Uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. drank vodka since I was about 16 because of Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> well, Amanda moved out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretty <Okay>. much. <laughs> I took all the vodka with me. <laughs> but I'm going to start off with the sad news so that then we can build up and then we're going to end on something really, really fun for this episode. So, you would have seen it all over Twitter, all over Facebook, all over Instagram. Your friend probably rang you and cried down the phone about it. Everyone's really sad. Bill and Ted is going to have its last year at Halloween Horror Nights this year. And we're all feeling pretty emotional about it. (laughs) You're probably swimming in our river of tears right now. But um, I say that everyone's really sad. I have seen some mixed things on Twitter, though. Those Not teams. so much when it was first announced. When it was first announced that it was that it was going to go, the the general consensus that everyone was upset, and then more so today after the news has kind of sank in a little bit, a few people are kind of looking forward to what's going to come next, or maybe showing that what their true feelings are towards it. I, for one, am really upset that it's leaving. I don't know about you guys. I'm devastated, if I'm honest. Um, I've only seen it once. I've only been to Halloween Horror Nights once. So mine was the 20th anniversary, uh, 2010. And um, it it was really... It really sticks out because my wife... Um, didn't like the houses. We got in one house and that was it all night because it freaked her out. So um, we had to kind of walk around and, and see the scare zones and see the shows. So I saw Brian Brushwood and that was pretty good. But we just thought the Bill and Ted show was so funny and so well done that it was almost worth the price of admission alone. Um, so I'll always have a special memory of that. And um I bought, and I don't know if they do this every year or not, so you'll have to tell me, but I bought a Bill and Ted's um, 
Halloween Horror Nights t-shirt that year. Um, because I love Bill and Ted anyway, like the films, but, you know, it was a nice reminder of, of that show. Yeah, well, you, you raised a really good point in that some people don't like to go for the houses. So, you know, Ash, you're a good example of this because until a few years ago, you didn't really like the houses. Yeah. And so your the highlight of your trip to Halloween Horror Nights was things like Bill and Ted. Yeah, Even though you might be agree. a little bit too young to to kind of understand what was going on at the time. No, and, I, I knew what was going on. <laughs> I got all the jokes. But, you know, people that don't, aren't really into the houses, I think Logan was talking about his wife, you know, she's not super into the houses and she just has a really fun time going and watching the shows, especially Bill and Ted. And because there's been no... I mean, I know that the... the not very likely to tell us what would replace it at this point in time but the general feeling seems to be that nothing might replace it at the event and that's that's worrying Mr D you went last year for the first time did you see Bill and Ted last year? No unfortunately I didn't Um, we were really too busy trying to concentrate on the houses and the scare zones Mm. we did see the Academy of Empires was that right? Is that what it was called? Academy of Villains. That's it, Villains. I knew it began with a V. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we didn't get to see Bill and Ted, unfortunately. And never will now, other than YouTube. No. Well, me and Ash didn't get to see Bill and Ted last year, and we were pretty upset about it. Well, 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 I popped in for a good ten minutes while waiting for you. Ah, sounds good. Yeah. Told. That's what happens when you end up waiting for your sister for two hours to get ready. I wouldn't know I haven't got a sister, so... Oh, don't ever get one. I'll try not to. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, I didn't see Bill and Ted last year, and I was really upset about it. And I felt like I really did miss out, because, you know, the show is completely different every year. There's new characters, there's new jokes. Jokes that us British people don't always get, but we still laugh along anyway, because we're polite. (laughs) But... Didn't, Didn't we go in our group, no? No, we were we were gonna go, but because it had been such a long day, we all kind of split off and did our did our oh, own thing. I think yeah, Logan, Logan and Will did go and see it that night, and we were all kind of like, oh, we can just come and see it tomorrow. We can just come and see it in a couple of days, and it tended to be like that every night for yeah. us. And the one night that we had a hundred percent planned to see it was the night that it was cancelled because of the hurricane. So it just didn't work out for us to see it, and I am really upset about it. So I'm just going to go loads of times this year. Now, Chris, I mean, you, but, must, you must have quite a history with Bill and Ted yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm pretty gutted. I was told yesterday, um, before the announcement, or the day before the announcement, I didn't really believe it, and I was sort of under penalty of extreme torture, I think, if I uh, told anyone. <laughs> And uh, even when they announced it, because they didn't announce it like officially, they put it on their blog, which is kind of official, but it's not like a proper press release where you mm. know the information is absolutely, you know, concrete. I thought someone had hacked their blog and uploaded it, but no, it's it's true. It's going. Um, I don't think in the short term it's going to come back. I think they're kind of a lot of people are saying why is why are things not as they should be this year. Well, I think maybe they're looking at next year because 
they've got so much construction is going to be happening there next year. I, th- I personally think they're still wondering how they're actually going to do Halloween Horror Nights next year, let alone where they're going to do it. Um, so I think they probably just knocked this off the list because of the construction. A lot of some people are saying, "Oh, it's because of you know they use different IPs." And and in fairness, they do get in a little bit of trouble with that. I mean, they do get the odd letter, the odd studio saying, "Cease and desist, stop you know taking the piss out of our Superman character." They can't do anything though, can they? Because I, I, as I understood, like in American law, if something's a parody. It's almost like you can't do much about it because it's not. It's, inc- it's incredibly grey that area. It's it's fair usage, and the law itself doesn't really give much in the way of what you can and can't do. I mean, the only reason I say that is because I know from like I'm a, I'm a big fan of Weird Al Yankovic, and um, he always when he does a parody, he always asks for the artist um, for their blessing before he releases it, um, and a few, mm. very rarely, but a few times he's been turned down um, and he could release those songs um, but he chooses not to because he respects their wishes um, or you know may, he, he's released them as free downloads or things like that but not tried to make any money on them um, but yeah my understanding is that he's always been able to do what he's done because of, of that law but um, yeah I, I, I'm surprised but I, I suppose at the same time I'm, I'm not because people obviously do want to um, protect their stuff have they made any kind of indication of what they're going to because it's in the fear factor arena isn't it mm-hmm. yeah so and they've got that and have they still got the the animal stage mm-hmm. so I mean are, half an hour yeah so are they are there any plans to do anything with, with those areas is that maybe why they're well, okay, I'll tell you what's, what I've been told. I don't know if this is true, but it does come from a very good source. Um, Nintendo Land construction is going to be starting pretty much after Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. However, the e-ticket ride, which is the Mario Kart, supposedly there are design problems with it in as much as it is so ambitious what they're trying to do. I mean, it's, it's going to be the, the Spider-Man of its day. You remember when Spider-Man in Iowa opened up and it was just this completely revolutionary ride? That's what Mario Kart is going to be. And there are problems with it. They are still trying to work out how they're going to do it. Because they, really they are literally... Video screens. Well, they are... <laughs> forget screens. We're, we're, oh, screens. Look, forget screens. <laughs> we are talking sets and props with screens on the screens. I mean, this is how... You know, we're, we're talking augmented reality i mean this is well, from what i've heard this is going to be so revolutionary it's going to blow any other ride completely out the water i can't because wait of... to throw real life banana skins at people well you can do it oh. now just eat a banana yeah but i'll do it now whilst racing them just run down the street and throw it behind you <laughs> i'll do it to you sure but because of that it has made the program for that work extend much further than they wanted to And in order to hit this kind of, we've got to put something in every year to try and keep hammering Disney, they pushed the button and said, let's clear animal actors, let's clear that whole back area and this Fear Factor stage and do Phase 3 Potter. And it's something that they can do pretty quickly. um, And it would fill the gap between Nintendo Land construction starting and finishing. 
I completely agree with them getting rid of animal actors anyway. Yeah. I don't know anyone that's seen it, to be honest. I never Me? Read. Really? <laughs> yeah, my, my wife loves it. Oh, she no. likes animals. I like animals, but... I love animals. I like, I'm probably the most animal-loving person that I know. But the show's been the same since 1992, I feel. Yeah. What, is Dunstan Checks In still in it? <gasps> what? <laughs> it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same as it's always been. The the little orangutan runs out in little underwear and blows your little kiss. It's all the same. <laughs> oh man, if only Dunster was there, having never seen the film, I'd have been there. He's rinsing Tinster <laughs> in it. Or Bush or uh, Skippy. It's it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same as it's always been. Nothing's different. They probably just changed the names around a little bit because realistically, those animals are not around anymore. Oh, now you can but, tell me Shamu's not alive. Don't. Oh, this is all subject too. I'm, I met him at but, I met him on the entrance, so it's all right. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I agree. Animal actors. <laughs> it's time for that to go. I never see anybody getting really excited about going to see it, even though it is, if it's your first time seeing it, it is a nice show to watch and everyone should go and see it one time at least. It's time for that to go. But then that obviously means it's one less stage that Bill and Ted could take over. But with all of the construction that's going to be in Universal, why couldn't the event move over to Ireland to give Universal a little break? And why can't they? And... Chris, I messaged you saying this last night because it, it blew my mind why it's not happening. Mm-hmm. But the theatre in Toon Lagoon, they've used that before. Why can't they use it again? I think they're working on the basis that the event will stay in the studio park. But I agree, why can't they use it? Again, then you're looking at, well, what are the other reasons for getting rid of this show? So maybe it's something to do with like what I was just saying about the more you know risque side of the show. So, um, I mean, surely the only part of Ireland's they definitely wouldn't be able to use for Halloween Horror Nights would be Wisdom World. Mm-hmm. And well, possibly, yeah. possibly Toon Lagoon? No, sorry, Zeus but, Landing. Well, Zeus Landing had some music slowed down and some fog. Um, mm, Potter yeah, probably... Party. Years ago. That, sorry, yeah, that was in Toon Lagoon, wasn't it? Uh-huh. Um, so, yeah, they can do. I mean, the other thing as well is this uh, idea that J.K. Rowling um, won't allow anything in the, the Potter area. Um, she's sort of open to ideas. It's just if they come forward with ideas. The problem is, I would imagine she probably gets out her invoice book as soon as they ask for anything, so they probably don't bother asking. <laughs> yeah, so, did, they did something in uh, Tokyo last year, didn't they? Yeah, they did, yeah. Death Eaters. Yeah, but, right. she, in the but park. She, she wasn't supposed to see that. They knew that she wasn't going out to Japan, so I thought they'd get away with it because no one would film it. Um, so, I mean, so in that case... Because my understanding there with you saying about the third stage of, of Potter, um, because of, you know, as I mentioned in our group chat, what Universal really needs is to add more Harry Potter to that park. Um, I, I thought, what I read into that was that if that area is being taken up for like a, a Potter stage show or something, 
that that would be the reason why they couldn't do Bill and Ted there because of the J.K. Rowling thing. But you don't think that that might be the case? No. Somebody asked her about this a while ago, um, and she said she was open to any ideas. So it does show that she still takes an active role in managing her, you know, intellectual property. But it wasn't exactly a no. It's a, you know, come and ask me, and I'll tell you what I think, kind of thing. Hmm. I still watch. feel like they like them having it at the studios next year with Nintendo and with the new Harry Potter phase then. I just feel like that's that's not the most wise thing to do. Because you're gonna lose out on one, you're gonna lose out on so much space. So you're gonna have to like jiggle around or you're gonna put the houses. And two, if you've got all this construction going on. I just don't think it's the best idea. I mean, how are you physically going to be able to get to the sprung tents? Exactly. So if they've cordoned off fear factor, then does that mean how are you going to get to the houses behind Men in Black? Is Men in Black still even going to be there? Yeah. And that's a don't, very don't small... Don't you threaten Men in Black. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not threatening Men in Black. That is my baby. Uh, I... Mm. It's uh, it's an odd one. I mean, I mean, you know, going going back. I mean, I I do think it will be a big loss to Universal. Some people are speculating as well that because they, there's rumours of them making a third Bill and Ted, then that might be the reason why. Um, I mean, another way of looking at it as well is that you know there is a generation that enjoys Bill and Ted, and funny enough. Um, the other day, we were talking about um, letting my daughter watch uh, the first Bill and Ted film. She won't get all the references, but we think she'll still enjoy it. Um, but there are, there is a, you know, technically a generation out there that probably aren't really aware of, of Bill and Ted. You know, the films come out in, you know, 88 and 90, 91. Um, you know, so it's a bit like when we were talking about The Twilight Zone, that people may not be that aware of it. And, you know, what's lucky is that Halloween Horror Nights obviously uh, skews um, to a, like, an, a later, an older crowd, sorry. Um, so maybe that's why it's, it's kind of lasting, why it's been a bit popular. But, um, you know, do, do you think that might have played into the decision a bit that people might not really be getting what Bill and Ted is anymore? I don't even think that that really matters with with this show because there's so many. Ad- like honestly, I feel like Bill and Ted the characters are cool for all people that know Bill and Ted, but there's so many relevant pop culture current characters in the show. Well, that's why it's that's why I think it's successful is because every yeah. year. I mean, like the year we saw it, um, I remember them doing a bit about. Um, Oh God! What's that? What was the film? It was a rip-off of MacGyver. It was a Saturday Night Live thing, and MacGruber, that was it. <laughs> and it's a like it's a very American thing. Like I don't think, even think the film came out in the UK, but it was a sketch from Saturday Night Live, which was a piss take of of MacGyver. Um, and I remember there was a bit about Superman in there as well that year. Um, but it was things that were happening that year. Um, there was Kardashian jokes, things like that. So it appealed to 
you know, a, a more current audience. So it never really aged because they always kept it fresh. But I just meant the, the anchor characters. Maybe, you know, maybe they did like surveys with people, and people said they didn't relate to them. I, you know, we don't, we don't know. I'm only speculating, but um, I'd like to think that wasn't the case. But you know, who knows? It just seems odd that it's happened. Well, I mean, they they do surveys all the time at Halloween Horror Nights, and I know that Bill and Ted has not come up too favourably recently. But it's something that has been going on for. 26 years um and anything that runs for 26 years is going to be a bit sort of you know a bit stayed um i'm just i just kind of wish that if it had got a bit you know stuck in its ways they just kind of taken it in a new direction maybe yeah that's it i mean it's such a big crowd eater as well at the event and that's another thing that worries me Mm. is that i'm not going to get a show that can hold as many people because that the entire theatre was packed out every single show, every single night. And now all of those people that would usually go and watch the shows, which is like, what, three, four times a night? Maybe even five times a night sometimes? Um, all of those are going to be trying to queue up for houses now. Mm. Or walking through the spare zones. So we're not going to be any better off at all. Or... As you pointed out earlier as well, um, there are people, and I, I have seen, I mean, I've seen the, the general overreaction as well, but there are probably some people that um, would go to Halloween Horror Nights not because they enjoyed um, the houses or the event itself, um, but maybe they wanted to, you know, maybe they were going with someone that wanted to go, and that was their reason for being able to go. Oh, well, at least there'll be a show that I can go and watch. If that's not there, could that have a knock-on effect on attendance as well? It probably, I mean, you know, I think it will probably have a lesser impact than, like you say, more people queuing up for houses. But there's, there is a chance that, you know, people might actually, you know, reconsider going to Halloween Horror Nights next year. That's it. I mean, I know that. Well, I feel like we've always kind of just thought that Bill and Ted was always a given. So this year, you know, everyone's like, yeah, okay, Bill and, Bill and Ted's going to be here. Like, we'll put it on our little speculation map already because we know it's always going to be there. And I, I think that maybe what shocked people the most about it is that nobody saw it coming. I mean, I think the, the one good thing is that there is a final one. that They could yeah. have turned around this year um, and just said, oh, by the way, there's not going to be another Bill and Ted. We've, we've decided to cancel it. At least... That would have been like the final nail in the coffin, I think, for I... theme park this year. Yeah, I, I think it would have really, you know, and, and maybe that's why, or maybe they've even started to, um, you know, hire the the actors and start doing preparation for it before making that decision. But I mean, I think it's in one way, I think it's smart marketing because it's August. We're a month away from Halloween Horror Nights, pretty much. Um, and now people that may have been differing about going will have to go now because this will be the last time they can see Bill and Ted. That's it. If I wasn't already planning to go this year and I heard this news, I'd be doing everything that I could to get out to see it for the last time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm you know, myself, I'm thinking if only there was a way I could get out there because I'd love to see it one last time as well. But, um, yeah. You know, you say... Um... 
the, the, the hiring the people. You know, do you know they are still auditioning people? Really? Wow. They're still asking for people. Did I, read right something about, did I read something about them looking for trained motorcycle people? Mm. Did I read that? Possibly. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. That was for the... Um, just the in general, in. I think. Oh. Because they usually have at least one scare zone where they'll have like people on quad bikes or a motorbike or some kind of contraption. So I think it's just like... A general, a general thing for one scare zone. I mean, that's probably a good point because let's be honest, segways aren't exactly scary. Um, nor are they sexy. Uh, debatable. <laughs> <laughs> now that motorcycle vampire last year in Van Fifty Five was was a very good time. Yeah, you loved that. Yeah, I loved him. Did love him. Um, but yeah, he. I don't think he'll be back this year. But someone else will just have to replace him on a motorcycle. But I think that's going to wrap up the Bill and Ted stuff, really. Like, we're, we're all really sad about it. No one knows what's going to replace it. I don't think that anything can replace it. Wayne's World? Um, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty much what they thought back in the 90s. Well, yeah, maybe we'll go Wayne's World. But... I feel like people maybe think it's a given that Academy of Villains is maybe going to return for the next few years. Yeah. And who knows? I mean, the, the thing is, like, whilst they're cancelling it now, um, you know, if there's a massive uproar, if they make that third Villains head film that they keep talking about, um, mm. you know, I'm sure Keanu Reeves can afford it now. He's on John Wick money. Um, <laughs> I don't laugh. I love those films. Um, I like those films. I am fully Kanye, Kanye, Keanu supportive, <laughs> and Kanye supportive as well. Well, that's that's an interesting uh, combination. Um, yeah, but but you never know. I mean, you know, if that happens, they might bring it back. So it's definitely goodbye for now, or as of the end of Halloween Horror Nights this year. But who knows if it's um, if it's going to come back? Do you think there'll be merchandise? Of course. Last exactly. Bill and Ted. Well, well yeah, people have already started making fan-made ones. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. That's what I was going to ask you, actually, because like, I mentioned earlier on about me getting a Bill and Ted t-shirt. Do they do those regularly, then, for Halloween Horror Nights? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll definitely have to get one this year, then, it's the last one. And as I said, that's the, that's the best thing. If they're going to cancel it, at least they're giving us one last... Um, yeah, notice. Yeah, to see it, you know. Yeah, I, I honestly don't think I could have handled going to Orlando in September and having one more thing already taken away from me. Like, Dragon Challenge is going to be closed. The Great Movie Ride's going to be closed. Ellen. Balls is closed. With no notice. Oh. I, uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. Is it? Yeah, I don't think there's, I don't think well, there's anything else. Well, now I've heard rumours of dinosaur. But we'll get into that on Days After Dark and I'm upset about that too. Yeah. But there's been all kinds of rumours flying around and I just honestly feel like if they would have just said, okay, Bill and Ted, is, it's done now and you're not even getting it this year, you're just getting Academy of Villains, it, I think it would have broke my heart. 
completely. We now have the Briefly Interrupted podcast to have a few words from our sponsors. His After Dark Podcast is sponsored by HHNUnofficial.com, the home of Halloween Horror Nights news and rumors all year round. Find us on the web at www.HHNUnofficial.com. So stop the fog machines and clear the cobwebs. It's time for another episode of the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hi, this is Wendy Prater at Magical Journeys Travel, proud sponsor of the Dis After Dark podcast. How can you be prepared for your next Disney vacation? By booking with me. You don't want to be that guy that's stuck in the crowds, waiting in the four-hour Pandora lines, and being turned away at restaurants. Contact me at WPMagicJourneys.com. Tell me you heard this ad at This After Dark to get $25 off your deposit. Best of all, there's no charge for my services, so Hakuna Matata, because you will... And now, back to the show. Moving on from Bill and Ted, we did get a house announcement this week. So I felt like they were giving us a bit of a a poo sandwich. (laughs) Because they were like, hey, here's a house announcement. Bye, Bill and Ted. See you never. Yeah, they Uh, totally did that to sweeten the blow. Yeah, exactly. But... Mm, I mean, they could have given us a different house between the blow because I'm not a fan of Saw. I'm not. No. Saw's like one of the only horror films. Saw and Hostel are the two films that whenever someone brings up, I'm like, really? You like them? I have. I, I watched the first Saw. Like, I, I didn't see it when it came out, so I'm not massive. Not really massively into horror films. But. Um, I heard it was quite clever, and I thought, okay, so years after it came out, it was on telly and we, when we watched it, and I, th- I thought it was quite good. I thought the first saw was quite good. Um, and then we watched the second, I think they would do like a season of them or something, we watched the second saw, and was like, mm, okay, it's not quite as good as the first one, but it's not too bad. And then we saw the third one, and I was like, okay, I'm out. Because it just, <laughs> yeah. it just seemed to be like, how can we kill people in an even more gruesome manner than the time before and I know yeah. that you've had things like Final Destination where that's kind of been the gimmick but I think what was interesting with Final Destination is that a lot of the thing because of the because of how those films were when you knew or you thought somebody might be in jeopardy they'd cut to all these clever camera angles so you think oh right this is going to happen and this is going to finish him off and it wasn't uh, it would you know, often be something quite mundane, like you know, a rope breaking on, on something and the speed of it sliced through somebody, whatever it was. It was normally quite creative. In Saw, it just seemed to be, right, let's make this as gruesome as possible. Yeah. 
But that's that, it. that took away from the story so much because I feel like there's every a story in the song. <laughs> in the first one, apparently there is. But everybody's the first one. Well, I don't even remember that one because I feel like every Saw film that I've ever seen is kind of merged into one in my head and I don't know which bits from which film. But I think that's maybe a good thing for this house because isn't this house going to be a mix of all the films, did I hear? Yeah. So so that's one good thing to it. At least I'll, I'll, I'll be all right and I won't feel like I don't know what films from what. But I'm still just not into that kind of film. I agree that it would it does make a good house and it obviously made a good house in the past because it's things that could happen in real life and that's what makes it really scary. <laughs> it could happen in real life. Yeah, it could. You could get kidnapped and someone could like make you cut your own hand off to get out. That's all I remember from the first one. <laughs> so, 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 what was the original Saw House like then? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> It was in the Jaws queue, and uh, it was a mismatch of uh, different um, uh, traps, basically, that you walked past. And there was really only two decent scares, well, maybe three. But the two decent scares, as you walked in, they had the original Billy the Puppet on a bicycle between some plexiglass. Mm -hmm. And as you walked past it, they would just blow this little bit of air, you know, you know, um, at low level. So if you had a girl with a skirt, you know what I'm saying? Um, and, uh, yeah, uh, well, the scare actors have got to get some enjoyment somewhere, haven't they? Um, and then of course, as soon as after that happened, you'd get that, uh, laugh, you know, that <laughs> noise that the thing does. Uh, I then just you... love all of your impressions. They're just my favorite thing. Game <laughs> over. Um, and as you walk through the house, you just saw people in various states of pain. I mean, there was a, a naked obese man in a pit of barbed wire for example um that was an experience to to, to see <laughs> but then but that um, just sounds, that just sounds house. horrific to me like i don't see the fun in that there was a girl with the, with two drills next to her head okay um and then oh, the you other... mean like you mean like pamela anderson when she's doing tall time on home improvement yeah, literally yeah. like that yeah, exactly. as bad as having a as tim allen being in the room <gasps> <laughs> uh yeah and then the final scare was like you walked into this room and it was all jigsaws on the wall and then there was like i don't know eight or ten of them and they were all dummies apart from two and those two would lunge out at you and that was literally it right so you didn't feel in peril there wasn't many scares and it was bloody hot so it wasn't a great house boy with all of the the traps that they could have you going through I think it, as much as I don't like Saw, I think that it will be a scary house. Have you ever done the Saw house at Thorpe Park? No, I've never been to Thorpe Park. You're not missing anything. Am oh, I? Yeah. I hope the ride's well, quite good. Yeah, the ride's okay, but the house is shocking. It's rubbish. Oh. Um, well, I don't think it'll be scary in the same way that things like Texas Chainsaw Massacre... And Halloween is scary. I do think it's just more scary because that could be a real life situation. It's the I think house. it'll be more of a visual house, like um, like the way Freddie and Jason was. Like it wasn't a scary house, but it was visually pleasing. Well, John Murdy said mm-hmm. that this house will put 
the guests into a trap, oh, unlike yes. the original house. So you will go and you will be part of a trap. Um, and then he was pushed and pushed and pushed on Twitter to say, well, how are you going to get everybody in a trap? You know, you're going to strap drills to our head or, you know, take our eyeballs out, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he said, you'll be stuck in a room. And then he basically teased the fact that there might be smells. Uh, no. I don't think I'd be going in that house. <laughs> like, this is the house that I'm... The, well, it's not the house that I'm most nervous about because it's a rumoured house that I'm definitely nervous <laughs> about. But I won't get into that on this podcast. But whoa, it's whoa, the... Whoa, whoa. On the hang, on, hang on. That's exa- this is universal no, dark. I, yeah, but I don't want to talk about things that might not come yet. Well, I think it will come. But I like <laughs> talking about when they've been announced. You know? We speculate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, you're speaking of the Scarecrow house, and I'm so scared. Uh, what, what, what? The Scarecrow. What? A, a Scarecrow house? Yes. Yeah. Based on what? Dust. Yeah. <laughs> She's not lying. <laughs> Based on dust. I don't... I, no, it's, you're, it's just like you're saying... It's just like you're saying random words. I mean, I can hear what those <laughs> words are, but so far I've got scarecrow, house, and dust. Like, I'm not though. That's actually yeah. A bit like Marjorie Dawes. Dust, dust, exactly. <laughs> dust. What's scary about that? What's dust? I'm freaking terrified. I, like right now, like I've got goosebumps all over my arms because I'm that scared already. What's, what's dust? happening? I'm so scared, and that's why I don't want to talk about it. What's what's dust? Okay. In the 1930s, there was a storm that raged for several days in America called the Dust Bowl. Right. Mm-hmm. And people were killed and all sorts of things. But people were killed by dust, essentially. Um, <laughs> this is not making this up. That, that actually yeah, happened. in the background going, dust. <laughs> that's that's your house. <laughs> it's Mark not sounding very scary so far. No. Uh, Right, so hang on. I've so got tears in my eyes because I'm not scared. Is it because you've got hey, dust Amanda. in your eyes? <laughs> She's got shaken vac in her eyes. <laughs> Just to make it worse, hair. Amanda, you do realise to get inside the house, you've got to walk through loads of corn. Oh, for God's sake. This is my worst. Oh, Ashley... hang, on a, hang on a second. Ashley, yeah, tell everyone. While, while we are on this podcast, I am going to put out a commercial for myself. If anyone would like to come through this house with me and carry Amanda so that I don't have to, that would be great. <laughs> I had enough last time. Yeah, me too. So <laughs> I need some muscle this year. <laughs> but, but Amanda, you're a vegetarian. Surely you love corn. <laughs> um, corn is the only vegetable that I do not like. You know why? Because it grows in cornfields. And what else lives in cornfields except corn? Scarecrows. Not corn with a Q. So, so nope. hang on. Not the good kind of corn. So, what we're saying is that so it's, it's, it's not based on a film or anything. No. It's it's almost like. Um, Real race. Yeah, it's, it's uh, like an urban myth. I know it's. I mean. I know the the event itself happened, but I'm sure it it's probably been. I'm sure it didn't happen in a way that it's being reported. Well, either way, that's the house that's making me the most nervous so far. 
and I keep texting Ash every few days like, I'm so scared, please make it not happen. <laughs> and I just say no. Well, in fairness, last time they um, just uh, designed a scare zone based on this theme, a hurricane came and destroyed it before the event started. So you never know. <laughs> There's hope so yet. Divine intervention. <laughs> I'm mystified. Yeah, but... Um, Scarecrows are, are wimps compared to clones. No, <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. Hardcore clones. Nope. Yeah, no, I mean, one time since... Ash sent me a picture, right? And in the picture, do you remember what was in the picture, Ash? I do. Of the scarecrow. It was a scarecrow that was in a field, right? That someone had just moved into. Someone had just moved into this house. It had a, a field. There was a scarecrow, and they noticed I was smelling a little bit funny, so they went over and took the little hat and stuff off. It was a real dead body. Oh no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. It was Jeepers Creepers. Don't. Where'd you put those peepers? Um, oh, in my, they're in my pocket. <laughs> so your glasses, so your worst, your worst nightmare, Amanda, must be like getting trapped alone at night in the great movie ride in the Wizard of Oz scene. Um, <laughs> With Frank. Right. Yeah. You're rough to see the scarecrow. <laughs> I mean, just Pretty listen much. to the name, Amanda. It's called a scarecrow. It's designed to scare crows. That's yeah, it. also scares me. Scares Amanda's. She's got the crow on her arm. Yeah. yeah Crow's doesn't... my spirit animal. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, so, other than that, I'm really nervous about Saw because I get... I know that I talk a big game all the time. I'm like, I love Halloween Horror Nights, blah, 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 and I do, and I love horror films, but I'm also a wimp at the same time. <sighs> but I enjoy paying to be scared somewhere where I'm not going to die most likely so (laughs) I do enjoy being scared in a safe way but the thing that scares me the most is things that can happen in real life so things like the purge I think work really well at the event because that can happen very easily in real life but so can Saw and Hostel so Saw and Hostel are the two films that I don't really like because I don't like that type of horror but they scare me very much because they could be real so I'm nervous about Saw. Mm. For that reason. Chris, would you see Saw? I can see what she's saying about Saw, so yes. I saw what you did there. <laughs> Last summer. What does it see? <laughs> the puns keep a trucking. Um <laughs> Yeah, I mean I mean I know I know it's it's good it's good synergy because um there's a jigsaw film coming out, isn't there? In, Oct- mm-hmm. in September or October. I get confused because, I mean, to me, a Halloween film should come out or a horror film should come out in October, but they tend to come out in August and September now for some strange Mickey's reason. Not So Scary starts next week, Nick. That just yeah. blows my mind. That's, that's not a scary film. <laughs> it's not a scary <laughs> event it? either. Isn't it? No. There are some scary Isn't things it? there, mind you. Um, yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, it, it makes sense from, from that standpoint that, you know, at least it's it's got something to tie into. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm just not a massive fan of the franchise, so I just can't, you know. And and, and what you described there just does not sound very appealing to me at all. Um, it's naff. Let's be honest, it is naff. It should have been shot about I don't know after the third one, maybe. 
No, I think there was was there seven or eight sofas. Oh. It was there. I mean, yeah, I mean, it was far far too many, and now they're rebooting it again with this jigsaw thing. But um, I think. I think Jigsaw, the actual main character, actually died in like the third or the fourth one. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember, I remember reading about him that. being really sick in one film. Hmm. Yeah. But I don't even know which one. Honestly, they all just merge into they, one film. I don't even yeah. know where. I think some of them. I think like it's a bit like the Fast and Furious. Like the actual timeline of the films is very complex. So I don't know if you know. I'm probably the only person that really cares about this. But you had The Fast and Furious and Too Fast, Too Furious. And then you had Tokyo Drift, which in the continuity of the films, even though it was the third film, actually took place after the events of Fast and Furious 6. What? So the character in Tokyo Drift, who died in Tokyo Drift, but appeared in 4, 5 and 6. What? Yes. Oh yeah. Why would you do that? Everyone, everyone thinks that the Fast and Furious franchise is, you know, just a simple way of spending a couple of hours. You can turn your brain off and all this. Actually, it's far more complex than that. You're lying. You're lying. He's not. I love him. It's my absolute guilty pleasure. I do. I do love the Fast and Furious films. Well, once they got the rock into them, anyway. A bit lame before that, but. Yeah, oh, and the Stafe, of course. You know, mm. Stafe. I hear that Baby Eastwood is in the newest one. Uh, he was in, yes, he was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd have preferred his dad, to be honest. but I'd prefer his dad, but, like, he's old now, so God gave me a second one. So I'm happy with that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we look at him differently, I, I can't say. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, Paul, wait, are you not going to Halloween Horror Nights this year now? No, I'm afraid not. Not this year. Oh. We were uh, ready. Why did I think that you were going back in September? No, no we were there last uh, October, wasn't it? Yeah, October, November, and then this May. So we've uh, we've done our Disney thing, but Heather will be gone. She's uh, She'll be gone before she comes back. Yeah, maybe we'll have to her up. Yeah. Get her on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we bought our tickets last week and we finally agreed. Because we, we were going back and forth for a couple of months and whether or not we wanted to get the frequency plus, like usual, or whether we want... We weren't sure whether they were going to do the crazy ticket that they did last year. Um, and then when they released the tickets, we... We're wondering whether or not to get the ultimate ticket, but we decided that we probably won't end up going on Saturday, so we did just go with the frequent Fear Plus ticket. It's, so that's what we've got. They're very reasonable. I've been looking at the tickets just obviously yeah. for um, research purposes, and um, they're actually like, I'm surprised how reasonable they are, especially if you. I looked at how much a like a one night ticket was um in comparison to one that you could do you could use for most nights and mm-hmm. you weren't paying much more no exactly it, they are very very reasonable especially the one that craig went with is the russia fear 
that's that's crazy good. Such a good ticket. If you're going the first couple of weeks of the event, that's the ticket that you need to get because it's oh, such good value. Is that the one that um, lets you um, lets you go for most nights during the first couple of weeks or first three weeks or uh-huh. something? Yeah. 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 Such good value. Is it like two hundred dollars, or might even be less than that, wasn't it? Less than that, less than that. And then he got the um, express pass on top as well, and it it just worked out such good value. Mm. Such a steal. I mean, it's when you compare it to like Mickey's not so scary. Yeah, Mickey's not so scary ticket. I think we paid like ninety dollars last year for one ticket. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's why we're not going back to Mickey's Not So Scary this year. We've we've been back and forth with that too, but we've decided that nothing changes year on year. Yeah, so we're just going to spend the ninety dollars just on candy instead. <laughs> that's all we went for anyway. Exactly. You exactly. Could, you could buy a hell of a lot of candy with ninety dollars. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to spend I'm going to spend eighty dollars on candy and ten dollars on a crappy Disney costume. Just sit in my hotel and gorge myself. Mm-hmm. With chocolate. Yeah. Okay. Let's check it. Polos. <laughs> um, but, moving on from Halloween Horror Nights then. Oh, 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 I've no, got no, one no. last one. Yeah, I think oh. I think Chris wanted to uh, talk some Halloween Horror Nights, but, didn't you? No, one. I just got a... Uh, it's news, news bulletin. Yes. just coming in off the file effects. <laughs> One of my sources has just messaged me and said that he believes that he has seen a document that says that the full review reveal for Halloween Horror Nights will be on the 31st of August. Oh, that's not even a lot of time. When is the 31st? That leaves 15 days. Yeah. Yeah. About two weeks from now. This late. It's very late. Like, a full reveal 15 days before the event starts is very late. Now, Chris, we've, we've, like, you've not been on for a while. Yeah. And there's been, as we've discussed, there's been an announcement this week, and there's been a couple of announcements, but on the whole, I'd say, compared to most years, it's been a bit slacking. But we've not had you on to talk about it. So, therefore... I want to hear a bit of what you've got to say about this. Well, if I if I can tell you what he was just telling me, this this what I was just reading uh, this second ago was he was comparing the announcements this year to uh, twenty five, and he reckons that uh, the the dates not completely but kind of line up with what we was announced, what was being announced in twenty five. The only difference in 25 was that we had announcements for 25 right after 24 because they told us that Jack was coming mm-hmm. um, and how many houses there would be and what nights it would run to. So we had that literally on the last night of Halloween Horror Nights 24. Um, but other than that, he reckons the announcements through the year tied in to the same uh, formula that they're doing this year. So it might be a coincidence, might not be. I don't know. Um, in terms of your broader point, Nick... Um, what is happening? I don't know. They're they're being very very um, playing their cards very close to their chest. It's hard to actually speculate as to what's happening because you can look at Hollywood and they're saying 
here, you know, we've got this, we've got that. We're going to send John Murdy over to this uh, convention, send him to have this interview. We're, going to do, we're doing this. These are the scare zones. You know, this is all the information. So they're constantly pumping out information, drip feeding all of us, answering questions on, on Twitter and, and, you know, all sorts of things. You've got Japan over the other side who are announcing all of these sort of brilliant designs and icons and all these <laughs> things they're doing and then you've got Orlando and they're going well actually you know your favorite show we're canceling it after this year <sighs> so I don't know I've just got a picture of Wurzel Gummidge <laughs> Although, to I'm be Sally fair, I'm Sally that used to give me nightmares well the thing oh. is I let's think... have a cup of tea and a bit of cake and Sally did I tell you, did I tell you about I, I wouldn't go into a harvester when I was a young kid because oh the harvester restaurants in the so harvester is a chain of restaurants in the UK which is like a, I don't know I suppose a bit like a, a Denny's or something in a way like that kind of price or Golden Corral um, and they used to have an animatronic uh, Wurzel Gummidge and Aunt Sal in the Denny's yeah didn't they lots lots of harvesters did. Yeah, and I'm wow. sure if you if you Google search them, I'm sure somebody will have a video of it. It it was pretty pretty scary, if I'm honest. But um, yeah, so I mean, it's you know, I have to ask you because you're you know as much as Manu is obviously an expert, you're a published author on the subject. How is this year making you feel? So consider the houses, consider the announcements. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I really want to understand what's making Christopher Ripley tick. Um, God, how can I put this? Um, we'll put it in a way that's not going to get you out of work. I suppose. <laughs> I'm really excited for Halloween Horror Nights 27. <laughs> I can't wait till it begins. Toss as many balls as you can. It's going to be the best Halloween Horror Nights ever. Are you disappointed? Oh, there's only there's only what three been announced yet. Is that right? I, I think Maybe it's been four. four or five. Yeah, yeah, four. Is Shining, American Horror Story, Saw. Ash vs. Evil Dead. And I think yeah. have they have they have announced any of the original ones yet, or are they still not announced any of the original ones yet? Not announced yet, but we just like Okay. But the American last, Horror Story yeah. was was a good one, wasn't it, last year? And I think it should be good again this year. Um, and I think Saw, I think, uh, sorry, The Shining should be really good. Could suffer from the Exorcist effect, though. Oh, I really hope not. I'm so excited about The Shining. I think yeah, I think that would be a good one. I think a lot of people are. Um, but Do you know, right, funniest story, that <laughs> The Exorcist scared so many people last year that they didn't want to go through it. I've never what? been scared of The Exorcist. It, it's true. I mean, I don't know if it's crossed that, that line between religion and, you know, non-religion or what, I don't know, but it did, a lot of people did not want to go in there. I mean, that's, yeah, it's got I a bit of a... a lot of people have that issue last year. There was an awful lot of people waiting around the outside of the house. Even in our group, we had people refuse to go in it. Mm-hmm. It's, got a bit of yeah. a, it's got a bit of a thing about it, though, not The Exorcist always always has had. And, well, it freaks... I mean, there's a lot of very religious people in, in America as well. Well, it freaks Craig out. I know, I know The Exorcist film freaks Craig out. 
yeah. uh, for religious reasons. And I think maybe that's yeah. that's the thing because I'm atheist. It just doesn't. I didn't find it particularly scary, and and that the religious element of it obviously didn't bother me at all. So yeah. I think I was probably the wrong audience for it. I mean, to be honest, the only thing I found creepy with the ex. I mean. I obviously only saw the the Hollywood version of The Exorcist House last year, but the only things I found really creepy were the crappy masks that they had to wear. Oh, we didn't have the masks in Orlando. Oh, no. they only had them in Hollywood. They were terrible. Like the <laughs> the ones the priest wore were terrible. The Reagan ones weren't that bad, but we had good old fashioned makeup hmm. and pea soup. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. But but you know the thing is like would you would you say Chris you covered a lot of Halloween highlights would mm-hmm. you say that it is a little bit disappointing this this year so far? Hey, uh, what I will say is the marketing yes is disappointing and it's not up to scratch and li- literally in the last ten years of marketing this has definitely been the worst. Um, however, the event itself might be brilliant. I mean, the houses might be completely you know amazing. I mean, like, you know, you don't know, but the marketing has this year for me and for everybody else because, God, do people moan about it. I mean, Universal have been blocking people because they've been moaning wow. so much. So, Is it uh, that it's bad or that, it, that there isn't enough of it? There's I just think... no hype, is there? No. Do you think, though, and I mean, I, you know, I don't know, this is where I rely on the expertise, but is that because the event is so so popular now that they mm. don't feel it requires it, or has there been changes behind the scenes? Have they changed who's been running the marketing for it that's they, doing the press releases? They have changed things in as much as they've started this kind of new department called the Marquee Events thing. And basically what they're trying to do is on a... I mean, it's complete war with Disney at the moment. No, you know, Not only are they pouring money into attractions, as we've spoken about, but also is they're pouring money now into events. So things like Halloween Horror Nights, the Christmas, uh, the Harry Potter stuff, uh, the Harry Potter event that they do, you know, each of these are going to be extended and elongated and marketed and have special deals and they're going to have more things happening. So literally all year round there will be some kind of event that will make you want to keep going back to Universal Orlando every month, every year. And that's the way they're going now. And but but this is the first year of all of that falling into place. So I can only assume that behind the scenes they are organising who does what, when and how, and perhaps that's why things are a little bit odd. You know? Mm. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, we, we are used to getting, well, not forever, but in the last few months we have been getting, a few months, a few years, we've been getting the announcements spread out throughout the year and so it doesn't really matter for the general people that will go to Halloween Horror Nights but the the hardcore fans that live on the internet and really thrive off the announcements and the hype have really missed out on that this year and it's 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 sad. I mean, the other thing is oh, sorry Nick. No I'd go after you I was going to say, the other thing is, you know how people always say that Disney and Universal, it's always David and Goliath? Well, although that is definitely true, you could say it's also true Hollywood and Orlando, because Orlando has become the Goliath now. It has got many more people employed now, basically on the front line, doing battle with Disney to try and make their 
resort, the world destination for theme parks. Whereas in Hollywood, it's kind of in this kind of pseudo, is it a theme park, is it a film studio? It's kind of going down the theme park route now, but for years it's always just been a film studio with a little, you know, a crappy little theme park attached to it. Um, so over in Hollywood, their team is really small. I mean, there's like a handful of people behind the scenes doing their, doing what you know, doing their event. So they perhaps are being more hands-on, being more like how Orlando used to be back in the day. And they've had so far better announcements, I'd say as well, with oh, the yeah. Jason, Freddie, and Chucky thing they've got. Yeah, being one of them. But I mean, the thing is, like Amanda, Ash, you're going this year. When did you book to go? We booked last year. Yeah, we booked in November. Do you see my point? Yeah. You know, Craig booked uh. beginning of this year. My point is, is that and Chris, obviously, you booked ages ago as well. Mm-hmm. So everyone has booked before a single. The only thing you knew was the event was happening. That was that was as far as it went. There was no announcements of houses. There was nothing at all for you to go on. Just that you enjoyed the event last year, you you want to go to the event the next year. That's it. And so maybe that's another thing as well, is that people will go to Halloween Horror Nights regardless of what they do. I mean, that you know, obviously there will be people that are waiting and will make a judgment to go based on what their houses are, but there's lots of people that make that decision before single house is announced. You're, you're absolutely correct. And you the the problem with that well the thing is though nick is you're right but the problem is is it's still getting them loads of negative press Mm. you know telling everybody your favorite show is going to be dumped after 26 years but they're not told anyone what's coming i mean if they actually told you what was coming you'd all forget about bill and ted from what i've been told right but they don't seem to connect the dots they don't seem to think you know we're going to release all this negative news right let's try and hit them with some positivity to try and destroy that bit of bad press but instead yeah, we've got that poo sandwich yeah we we need a poo sandwich but do you, not think you'll get right that in, do you not think you'll get that in a couple of days though like it is a big show to a lot of people they're, they're gonna want people to grieve for it no i feel like yeah like they're gonna want word to get out they're gonna want people to come down for it yeah but i think what they're saying is, is that there'd be no harm in them saying, bad news, everyone. We know you love Bill and Ted, but this is going to be its final year. However, next Halloween Horror Nights, we're bringing Waterworld over. <laughs> oh, Lord. I've heard it's still popular what? in Hollywood. I've heard it's still popular. Look, it replaced the Miami Vice, I'm sure. Um, but I think, had they... I think Chris is right. Had they said... Bill and Ted is going, and the reason for Bill and Ted going is this. It would have been a much softer blow because what you would have had is the, oh, I can't believe they're getting rid of Bill and Ted. At least they'll be able to get it see, get to see it one more time. But next Halloween Horror Night, look what they're going to give us instead. Mm. Um, now, obviously, I don't know what yeah. that is. You've got a, you've probably got better inside knowledge than I have, and obviously, it'd probably be a while before they announced it, but. I think that would have been the perfect way of doing it because all you've done now is, you know, and this is my opinion, this is an outsider looking in, but what you've done is you've had a, uh, you know, a good few months of people moaning about Halloween Horror Nights, what they haven't announced, why they haven't announced stuff, what's going on, slowly releasing um, house information 
and then to top it all off, having not announced all the event, your favourite show's going. And like you say, not with a reason why, just that's what it is. You get to enjoy it one last time. And as we said earlier, it's good that they've given it one one more year, one more outing, but it just seems that it's been a continued thing. Let's be honest, I don't think there's been, other than The Shining, which was the first, what was the first house announced, wasn't it? They announced The Shining in... No, American, American Horror Story. Okay. First, I, know they, I know they announced them very closely together, those two. They did, yeah. Um, like within a few days. Um, but, you know, The Shining, I think, was the house that got everyone excited. American Horror Stories was well-loved last year, so people were hoping it was going to come back, so that was a good first announcement. And then The Shining has probably been on a lot of people's wish list for a long time. But after that, everything else has been a bit of a damp squib. Like, no one is getting really excited. There's a sore house again. No. Do you know what I mean? Like, you've already given... To me, you've given away your best announcements right off the bat. And everything from then has been too strung out and disappointment. Yeah. It has been. I mean, maybe we're just used to it in England that whenever there's any negative news, it's usually from, like, say, the government... They always try and make it sound more positive. Like, for example, oh, uh, everybody will be able to go to university, even people from dis- disadvantaged backgrounds will all be able to afford it. And then, then in the next breath, it's going to cost you eight grand a year, but you'll be able to go to university. You know, and it, we're sort of used to that over here. So maybe that's not the way they do it over there, but I don't know. Mm. Mm. I guess. Okay, so shall we wrap Halloween Horror Nights up? Yes. I don't have anything else to say because I don't have anything else. Someone's just falling down the stairs. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so how I wanted to end this episode was a fun piece so that we can get over the sad um, Halloween Horror Nights. So I talk on this podcast probably every week about how I'm really rubbish at gun games, men in black, plus light year, and how Ash is the champ. So, I thought that I'd bring her in to share her men in black wisdom with us. So, you beat me, you beat everyone else in the car every single time. I don't think I've ever actually seen anybody get a higher score than you in real life. Because they can't, it's impossible. (laughs) So. Can I ask a question? Yes. Ash, how good are you at Toy Story Mania? I beast mode it every time. Fantastic. <laughs> I come out with an extra muscle in my arm. Okay, enough innuendo. Moving on back to Mini <laughs> <laughs> The correct answer to that is to I'll not answer that one. But, <laughs> yeah, um, like, I'm just not good at Men in Black. Last year, well, in May... I had people coaching me and then I was telling every single person that I met that I was going to beat them and I lost pretty much every single time. <laughs> but I'm better than I was. So what I want you to do is go through each stage <laughs> of the ride. It, it won't take long. It won't take long because it's not that long of a ride. But I just want you to give us some quick tips for each kind of scene <laughs> of the ride. There's not much you need well, to know. Like first, I just need to start with with my main top tip for everyone that I learned this year, and everyone will probably just be shouting at the radios. Luke will be sat in his car, like Amanda, what the fuck? <laughs> Keep your finger on the trigger. 
the whole entire time. <laughs> I didn't know that you could do that. It literally says it on one of the posters as you I walk through read, the queue. I don't read the posters. I don't read the posters. I just get on well, and play. But that's how you life. learn things, bro. <laughs> Amanda, I don't want to. I don't want to be a negative Nancy, right? Mm-hmm. But should anyone actually be listening to a loser for tips? Um, <laughs> how about kiss my bum for a start? Because I'm I'm not a loser anymore. <laughs> You you still are in my eyes. (laughs) I'm better than I was, and that's my one golden tip that I learned from a men and black coach in May. So, Ashley, now I'll hand over to you for actual winner tips. Actual winner tips. There's not much you you need to know. Like like you said, number one tip: keep your finger on the button. (laughs) Um, but a, a lot of things that people miss are like the smaller targets are actually worth more than the bigger targets. So you're going to get distracted by the big things that jump out at you when in reality you should be looking at the teeny tiny ones. Okay, so... That's the same with penises, I... by the way, as well. No, no, that is not. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... You don't get more points. <laughs> I was told to aim for high up in the windows. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the the ones in the windows are the smaller targets instead of, you know, like the big green aliens as soon as you go through. Uh-huh. So they are worth more points than the big aliens. You, even if you shoot at nothing, every 10 shots you get a 1,000 points. So you could literally hit nothing for the entire ride, and as long as you're keeping your finger on that trigger, you're going to get points, which is what I think happens with you. Um. Sh- <laughs> <laughs> not because you had the windows now but before <laughs> i would always be keep i'd be pressing the trigger constantly and i'd be like oh my god this is the worst game and when you go into the first room and there's kind of like an island in the middle of aliens after after the cardboard cut out bit when you get into the, the real aliens i'm always tempted to just shoot right into the middle of that and obviously they're the bigger aliens so they're not as many points but what you should be doing is completely ignoring that and looking for Frank the dog. Oh, I would never shoot See, Frank the dog. <laughs> now, Frank the dog and Spielberg, where the hell are they? Frank is in a newspaper carrier, like a newspaper stand. And okay. The stand itself is worth some points, but Frank is worth like hundreds of thousands of points. And Spielberg is sat on a bench with two extra heads behind the newspaper. I've never seen them. Ah, see, these are the things you have to know when you're the master. Is it because I always do express pass on it? No, you, it, always... doesn't, it doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Because you're still riding the same ride. You're still going to see the same things. Oh, okay. Hmm. Okay, so then I've also been told that if you... Where you see the aliens playing chess and there's trees above them, and there's eyes in the trees, if you just focus on one set of eyes and just keep shooting and shooting and shooting, you get points. You can you can shoot something more than once and get points for it, basically. But if you shoot the eyes, you'll get loads of points. Is that true? That's, once again, just one of the smaller target things. It's You should be focusing on one target as long as you can because you'll keep getting repetitive points. Okay, so there's no limit. So I could just keep shooting and shooting and shooting one alien for ages and yeah. I wouldn't wouldn't be a limit on how many times I could shoot it and get points. No. 
Okay, so then I also heard that when you get your picture taken and the alien's like, don't shoot, don't shoot. You should just split and not shoot. Uh, no. No? No, um, but the once again, the smaller ones in the, the buckets are worth more points than that one. That one's worth pretty much nothing. Also, also, friend of the show, Tracy Malaby. Don't leave, don't! Um, she... Why, <laughs> hey, Mum? That was my lead. Alfred Hitchcock. That was my lead, that was my lead, Malaby. She Sorry. said, all of this doesn't make a, a, an absolute beam because if you just press the red button, that's the person that wins. No. That's just a bonus. Oh. And it's not a definite if you get it or not. You have to press it at the exact right time. This is always my problem because I feel like I press this button at the same time that you press this button and you get the bonus and I don't. Ah, that's because I know when to push it. I press it at the same time as you do. Clearly not, mate. (laughs) Okay, so what other little tips do you have? Okay, never get a centre seat, ever. What if you have to? I always have to sit in the middle. I usually get told to sit in the middle and I go, but please, no. I get sat on the end. Yeah. Or I just make you sit there, so then you look. Yeah. Um, because you can you can turn around and reach the, the targets more. Um, another one is after you go through the scanner and it tells you to hit the exhaust, if you can turn around in your seat and keep hitting it for as long as you can before you get to that place where you hit the button, your score will pretty much like triple by the time you get from the scanner to the giant bug. Well, um, when I was being coached in May... I was told to do that, and also our vlogger Luke told me to do that last week. I think that's cheating. That is not cheating. I think it is. Amanda, no. you, um, you haven't told us um, who gave your your um, your special training, but I'm led to believe, because of how much it actually improved, um, it was Stevie Wonder. Is there any truth in that? <laughs> that? That's exactly who it was. <laughs> I heard it was Brian Sager. Um... No, it wasn't. It was, in fact, Joey from Magic City Mayhem. I thought you were going to say Friends then. It was Joey from Friends. But (laughs) if you guys knew how absolute terrible I was previously and how all right I am now, you'd be shocked because I am quite all right now. I like how you saw the saying anything again. Like, <laughs> when I said that I was a bad girl, for anything you were like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a crap. Yeah, I believe it when I see it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what is your ultimate numero uno tip? Ultimate numero uno tip. I've already given away pretty much my biggest nope. tips. The biggest, the biggest, baddest monster tip. You can, you can say one that you've already said before. Yeah, don't get pissed. Or maybe do get pissed. Maybe I'll help you out. But it can be one that you've already said. But if you had one golden numero uno absolute best tip. Hmm. Okay. When you have to pre- press the red button, you have to press it 
when he says press it. Keyword being press. Aha. Okay. So if you can get it exactly on the word press or push, whatever he says, that's your bonus. But you have to keep your finger on it. Oh, so you can't just like dink. No. It's not, it's not playing situation. family fortunes. Okay. <laughs> Is that whoop? <laughs> Good there you go. Extra tips for you. Okay, Maybe y'all can take right. me on now. Everyone can just... I'm going to get a whole entire crowd outside Men in Black in September for when I am victorious. I mean, you're still so going to have to ride with me, so you're probably not going to be victorious. Well, uh, right. I, I challenged Johnny from Haunt Scene. I lost. <laughs> then I had an ongoing battle with James uh, like every single day, and I was getting better and better. And I think I maybe won twice. And then I challenged Scotty Too Hottie and I was like, this is it, you're going down. I've been practising since September and I'm ready to kick your bum. And I, I didn't even lose by that much. That was the, the worst bit. And I think he got the bonus and I didn't. So I feel gypped. Scotty, by the <laughs> way, because I know you're listening to this right now. Yes, you. You. No, not you. Scotty Too Hottie. When you come on this After Dark, talk about Disneyland Paris. Open challenge. In fairness, he does listen to... Uh... Various podcasts. Oh crap! Oh, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I like do the, the worm. worm. You're going down. <laughs> I, I am actually a big fan because I'm a wrestling fan, so I do know. I wouldn't call him but, real yeah. mind you. Everyone that I challenged, I lost to pretty much, but I I still feel like I've I've done a lot better. And Luke said that he's going to give me more tips because I don't trust Ash to fully give me the tips because she'll hide some for herself so that she can still win. <laughs> so I'm going to challenge everybody that I come into contact with in September. Random kids in the queue. I will coach you about. like Rocky. Okay, I'm excited. I'm going to make a montage. Let's do it. Ash, what, like, um, you're obviously a big fan of this attraction, uh, which, is, which is nice yeah. for you. Um, what are you going to do when they replace it next year? Um, move in with Will Smith and just cry for a while. To be honest, from what I hear about their marriage, that wouldn't be a problem. So no, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he'd be down. Yeah, I know the entire dance to the Men in Black song, so I'm pretty sure I can thrill him for a while. He, he probably would get a kick out of that. To to be <laughs> to be fair, no, we were talking the other week. I mean, you know, how many years has it got left? It's been open twenty years. Last Man in Black film was 2012. Didn't do that great. Um, do you think the attraction is strong enough on its own to survive? Or do you think that it could make way for something a bit fresher? I think at the moment it's strong enough because I feel like it's getting a second wind with all the competition that is going around, like all the vloggers and the Universal team itself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like maybe it's got a few more years left on it. But I can't say what the future would hold. I can't really like picture anything else there for the time being. But oh, we know... I said I just said the, the same about Jaws. So we know how obsessed Amanda is with with ET. So is that your? Is Men in Black your ET? Oh, ET is my ET. Men in Black is ET. Take yeah. it down, Nick. Sorry. <laughs> Take it on. Oh, Thanks yeah, we both love Oh, <gasps> Don't. <laughs> what, because I said Space Mountain is rubbish? 
You're rubbish. <laughs> You're not my wife. You come back. Um, <laughs> my my point, Ash, because I know you don't actually listen to. I've heard rumors you don't listen to Disaster Dark, even though you wouldn't hear my dulcet tones. Maybe um, it's truth. Maybe it's a lie. Maybe I'll listen all the time. <laughs> <Dick>. <laughs> Being called much worse than that. Um, <laughs> so, like, what it is is that I don't like the Disney World version of of Space Mountain. I think it, like, compared to, for example, the Disneyland Paris version, it, it's just piss poor. It's old hat. It's a bone shaker. It's not very comfortable. It's just a rubbish. Like, compare Space Mountain to Rock and Roller Coaster, for example. Oh, I do love me some Rock and Roller Coaster. There you go, see? There you go. But that is only because Aerosmith is my favourite band. So if it was a different band's roller coaster, I think I'd love Space Mountain more. Uh, and funny enough, it's exactly what we talked about in this week's Desire of Dark, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. Hashtag. I know, I listened. Hashtag. Hashtag, get Gary on Aerosmith. Yeah, get him on the mummy. Or the mummy. I mean, I can't believe... Come on, Gary. There's absolutely no reason for him not to go on the mummy. There's no inversions. Um, it doesn't go upside down. Uh, it goes a bit quick. But Aerosmith, going back to your point, Nick, is so smooth. It's such a lovely roller coaster, isn't it? It's just oh, it's... glide through the air. Uh, it said... might be if you're taller than me and Amanda. But if you are <laughs> shoulder height to everyone else, your head bounces off those plastic seats more than anything. Look, then they don't design roller coasters for Ewoks, okay? Well, I'm they sorry. should. I'm sorry. Well, they should. <laughs> I've got a sphere. We prefer the term Tiny Girl Squad, okay? Oh, I actually prefer the term Ewoks. I, um, I just... <laughs> I, 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 I'm with Chris. I think it is the smoothest roller coaster. And I mean, I've not been on the Hulk, and I have said already that if I go back, well, when I go back to Universal. Wait, uh, you've not been on the Hulk ever? No, because I'm a <gasps> uh, How can you say anything about Space Mountain if you've never ridden the Hulk? Because I've been on rock and roller coasters. Doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you mean? You can't, you can't have a view on any other roller coasters if you haven't ridden the Hulk. That makes no that, sense at all. It makes sense to if me I, and if, my rule, and I. If, I, if the only roller. if the only roller coaster I've ever been on was "It's a Small World," your point is justified. No, but it's no. Not. <laughs> no, you've never ridden the Hulk, so I'm just using your points as invalid. <laughs> uh, You're wrong. I, again, been told that many a time. Um, but I'm I will. Believe it. I will. The thing is, like, I think because I enjoy, um, because I enjoy Aerosmith so much, uh, in time, in terms. Well, you've of... never ridden the Hulk. I don't understand that. You've you've ridden Aerosmith, but you've never ridden the Hulk. I've only been to Universal twice in my life, and the second time I went, I just started to ride big roller coasters. So that was the first one, uh, okay, rock and roller okay. coaster. So the the problem is because I know that rock and roller coaster and the Hulk aren't that dissimilar in terms of, uh, you know, the, the types of, of loops and stuff. Um, what it is, is that in, with the Hulk, you can see it as you approach. And with Aerosmith, even though I know exactly what the ride does, where I go upside down, what type of inversions I get, because it's in the dark, it doesn't bother me in the same way. And, I, and it's stupid, because I love that ride so much. And if I thought, 
I wasn't going upside down or anything like that, then that would be one thing you could say. But because I know exactly what's coming, it doesn't make much sense that I won't go on the Hulk. And so that's the thing. I know I'd really enjoy it. What the problem I've had with it in the past is looking at it scares me. And that doesn't that that needs to change. So I am determined whenever I should go back out to Universal, um, that will be something that I go on. Of course, it could be the case that by the time I get out to Universal next, it's been replaced with uh, Harry Potter's Harry Potter's teacups or something. <laughs> because <laughs> one of the teacups isn't enough. You should buy everything every time because you never know when something's going to go now. And a very good point. Although I I will not be going on Popeye next time I go. Oh, no. Twice is is too many times. It's the dirty water, bro. It sucks. (laughs) It does. It's horrible. What were you going to say, Chris? I was just saying, I'll tell you what ride I won't go on. Is that Rip Ride Rocket? And I didn't go on that because it was closed. Why is that? That ride is Satan's work. Alright, it's awesome. Staten. Awesome. Yeah, but Chris has seen Final Destination 3, so... Yeah. I've seen Final Destination 3. Yeah, but he knows that the roller coaster's made the exact same way. (laughs) (laughs) He knows the screw's going to come out. (laughs) Allegedly, Universal. Allegedly. It was originally designed to go down City Walk, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. I heard something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that would have been a shame. I remember, I remember seeing the um, because because I've not so I've not been on it, but I, I'm pretty sure when I saw like the promotional material for it, it went all the way past Blue Man Group and like you say around City Walk and then kind of back into the park. And I think that would have been a lot more exciting. Maybe it'd have been too long. Mm. Yeah, it's too long already. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, I I just don't I still enjoy that ride. I'm a, a big roller coaster fan, but I just don't enjoy Rip Ride Rocket. So if I went back to Universal, don't go on it. Is that what you're saying? I mean, no, you totally have to go on it. You go totally... on it because you haven't been on it before, and you can you can make your own match. Some people absolutely love it. Some people are crazy about it, but then others like me really don't like it. Boy, you ride with Hella Good by No Doubt or Stronger by Kanye. Can Can you ride it with? Um, can you listen to Aerosmith? You can't. What a surprise! I know. <laughs> oh, I wonder if this Chris because we were talking about that the other day. Hella um, Good no, is a good song, mind you. I'll tell you what is on there: Motley Crue. Yeah. You know why? Because Motley Crue is good music for riding a roller coaster. <laughs> they, they, when it first opened, I know that Rockstar, I think it was Rockstar, it was a Rockstar-style lap dance by NERD yeah. was on it. And I, I mean, they're one of my favourite bands, so um, that was always going to be the track that I was going to ride along to. But I don't know if it's still on there, because I know they change things up every now and again, don't they? I know there is an NERD song, I don't think it's lap dance anymore. Okay. It's easy okay, talk. Well. It's easy talk. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what? I'll send you the secret list of songs that you can get. But Thank you. maybe one day I get to use it. Maybe you will. Maybe you will. On that note, anything else anyone wants to say? No. no? Disney Brit, stop stealing our intros. Can <laughs> you for president, twenty twenty? I, I, I look. I, I think, and I, I, this show doesn't get political. 
but <laughs> we've already had one idiotic clown like so why not in control of america i i don't think so oh, i like the idea of kanye or oh, the rock. Um, the rock. I've heard the rock's going. Yeah, the, the rock. The rock's fine, but then he's not an idiot. So yeah, <gasps> I'm, I'm behind Dwayne Johnson for 2020. Yeah, I'm offended. That's well, okay. <laughs> go buy Chris's book. Go and watch our Luke's vlogs on the After Dark Podcast Network YouTube channel. He's going to have a new video up in the next couple of days. One that I'm really excited about. And I've got some new videos up on my channel. So if you search Boston White on YouTube, you'll find them. And we will be back. Whoa, whoa, whoa. With... You didn't, say, you didn't so... say go and stalk Mr. D from outside his hotel room. Um, I'm not advocating that. Okay. No. You know, you know we got our Luke. Mm-hmm. Our Luke. Do, do we have our Graham? I've got yeah. a Disney friend called Graham. Who I keep meaning to try and get on this podcast. I like, just mean, you know, Scylla always had our Graham. That's right. I mean, we could get like a a podcast dog and call it Graham. Fine. Yeah. Just change the dog's that. names. That's all we need, surely. <laughs> okay, that's what I'll do. <laughs> so, yeah. Any anything, Nick? You want to promote? Any? Um, everyone's got one. Episodes coming out soon. Uh, everybody's got one. We're back when Craig returns. You can hear me shit all over Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice because it's a load of shit. And you can listen to <laughs> those two Northern idiots uh, try and tell me that I'm wrong. Does As Malaby get upset? Very upset. Yeah, he right. Really... I'm downloading that. In a <laughs> he really, he really thinks. I honestly think that he thinks that I, I do it just to wind him up. But the honest to God reason is having and having watched it all the way through for them, it's just a terrible, terrible film. Um, I completely agree with that. Oh, it's yeah, just, me it's, three. Oh, it's just terrible. Um, but go and watch Watchmen. That's much better. Same director. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, so we got that. Obviously, Diz After Dark next week. Um, I did some live videos today. They went really well. Don't watch those. Um, and. Uh, yeah, wait for my book that might come out if I ever bother to finish it and get a publisher for it. So. Follow Craig while he poos around Epcot. Ah, <laughs> stalk him. He's yeah. been posting videos every day to our YouTube channel so you can follow along with his trip. Oh, I completely forgot he was the way. I was expecting some abuse from him on this episode, but never mind. You're safe, you're safe. He's but he's you. had a few days at Universal and now he's at Disney. So you can follow along with us trip on YouTube and Twitter. Yeah, and there will be for the Patreon um, sponsors. I will be putting together uh, an episode made up of some of Craig's audio from uh, the parks. A semi-universal. I think he's going to send me some Disney stuff as well. I'm not too sure. Um, Ho- hopefully not from the parks bathrooms. That will be bonus content. <laughs> that will yeah. be the number two episode. Oh, oh. yeah. Oh. Oh dear. Chris. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Sorry, that's Disney. Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> bye. Ciao, Bella. <laughs> we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If you would like to support Dis After Dark and the other After Dark Network podcasts, please visit our website at www.patreon.com forward slash Diz After Dark. That's P-A-T 
com forward slash Diz After Dark. Thank you. Podcast Network.